Recorded at 8.05 a.m. October 29th, 2016. So, are you going to say anything? How? How is this? Hey, hey, deep breaths. Everything's fine. Fine! How did you get in my room? Well, we both know how I got her. No, no way, that's... Loose. No, you don't just get to talk to me like that. You can't be here, that's just... How do you think I feel? I didn't exist outside your head until about an hour ago. Why are you wearing my dressing gown? Well, you... weren't exactly dreaming about me in a, you know, fully clothed situation. Jesus Christ. I mean, I can take it off if... Don't you fucking dare. Look, just... Give yourself some time to get your head around things. Take a deep breath. Make yourself some coffee. I'm not going anywhere. I am not leaving you alone in my room. You really want to explain me to Adam and Brian? Okay, just... What do you want? Tea would be nice. That's not what I meant. I mean... What are you doing here? I'm not looking to do anything crazy. You dreamt me up. You should know. What are you? I'm... Mark. Or... Your version of me, at any rate. What is that supposed to mean? How how are you even here? I'm here. That's all I know, really. You literally know everything I do about this. You can... You can talk, though. You're alive. Like the horse was. Yeah, I suppose so. Ish. You're alive-ish. Well... I don't know. I feel alive. I have a pulse and stuff, if that's what you mean, but I think I only have one because I'm supposed to, if that makes sense. It doesn't. Like, I'm as alive as you imagined I was? You believed I was alive while you were asleep, so I am? I don't know. Do you think? Do I what? Do you do you think? Are you... Ugh, what's the fucking word? Um... Sentient? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm talking. So I suppose I must be thinking. I talk, therefore I think, therefore I am. But what does that mean? Do you remember where you were before? Before you were here? Well, yes and no. Meaning? I... I guess I remember what you were dreaming about. And I have a fair idea of who I am. Or who I'm supposed to be at any rate. Are you real? Well, that's a bit rude. I do have feelings, you know. Sorry, sorry, this is just tough to get my head around. I mean, how do you know you're real? Maybe you're something somebody dreamt up and maybe one day they'll decide to wake up and you'll just stop. <laughs> I've I've been wondering that myself the last few days. I know you have. I'm in there too, anytime you wonder about me. <laughs> so, you are Mark, but you're not. That sums it up, yeah. I'm the Mark that exists in your head. So I'm what you think I am, or what you think Mark is, when you think about me. Him. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Recorded at 11.48 a.m. October 29th, 2016. Have you checked in on her yet? I knocked, but she said she was fine. 
Did she say what she dreamt up? Nope. I did hear her talking to someone, though. Who'd she be talking to? Uh, maybe she dreamt up Abraham Lincoln or something. <laughs> well, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Honestly, nothing would surprise me at this point. Well, it'd tell us a bit about how it works, at least. How so? Well, if she dreams up someone, like a real person from history, she could... ask them a question, only they would know. Then we'd know if they were limited by her... knowledge, you know? Or if they're just whatever she thinks they are. You're the one who's weird. Ah, uh, you still love me, though. Ah, uh, shut up. Recorded at 4.07 p.m. October 29th, 2016. You look like Mark, but... But what? It's like... Like you're off somehow. Off how? You know when you see a really good drawing of someone... And it's good enough that you know it's definitely them, but... But the nose is a little too high or the mouth is too wide. Okay, stop. That's spooky. What? That's exactly what I was going to say, word for word. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? I'm a product of your head, after all. So, I'm misremembering Mark. Well, that's what they say, isn't it? That every time we're remembering something, it's like it gets corrupted. Like a copy of a copy of a copy. So you never remember it quite the way you did before. Like Chinese whispers. Are you allowed to say Chinese whispers anymore? <laughs> so, if I asked you what Mark really thought about me before all this started... Then i tell you what you already know. Or what you imagine Mark thinks. Or some combination. So what do you think of me? Loose. No, answer, I want to hear it. You already know what you're going to hear and it isn't even true. Answer, what do you think of me? That you're insane. I think there's something wrong with you. And I wasted two years dating you and figured that out too late and got stuck with you. And now I'm too polite to tell you I want to tend things. But that's also not what I think. Because you know on some level that that isn't the truth. That I just wanted you to be happy but I have no idea how to help. And that you just thought it would be easier if I was just mad at you for being crazy. Stop. You asked. I think you're a coward. Because you think you're a coward. I want to help. Because you know I want to help. Just stop, please. God, why did I have to dream of you of all things? Because you wanted to talk. To really talk, not just gloss over stuff and pretend everything's fine like you always do. You wanted to talk when I came over to help you out with the horse. And you wouldn't let me. You've moved on. You didn't give me much of a choice, did you? (laughs) But Nadine, really? Nadine with the knitted jumpers? They're perfectly fine jumpers. How on earth did you end up with Nadine? Well, I don't know, do I? Maybe she knitted me something. I only know what you know, remember? <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. I have a bloody superpower and the only thing I'm using it for is to get relationship advice. That is a bit stupid, to be fair. Recorded at 7.35pm October 29th, 2016. Do you remember when we went to Dublin to see that show in the Olympia? Once, I remember. I thought it was the best thing ever and I thought it was a syrupy mess. And you pretended you liked it all week until I heard you chatting to Darren and Mike about it in college. (laughs) You were fuming. Well, you were agreeing away with me all week about how great it was. You were even more into it than I was, I thought. I was annoyed at you. I did like it a little, to be fair. Are you just saying that because it's what I want to hear? Probably. Hello? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, great, thanks. I'll be down there to you now. Pizza's here. Do you need a hand bringing stuff up? Uh, you're still wearing my dressing gown, genius? I'll manage. Recorded at 2.16 a.m. October 30th, 2016. <laughs> oh no it was when Lena was pissed and doing her impression of Angela Merkel we were all in bed <laughs> and then you came in and you're like did we win or something and her face <laughs> <laughs> recorded at 12:20 p.m. October 30th 2016 Luce. Hmm? You know you can go to sleep. You've been awake for I don't know how long. No, that's... I'm fine. See? I'm wide awake. You're not going to lose me, you know. I already have. No, you haven't. Just because you... No, don't tell me what I want to hear. I pushed you away. Him, I mean, the real Mark. That's my fault and I need to deal with it. Luce. <laughs> You're right, though, in a way. I'm not going to lose you. You're still going to be in my head and I can just conjure you up when I need to be reminded of how much I fucked up. Because I'm not going to win you back or anything like that. If I'm lucky, this craziness will blow over and I can try to get some semblance of a normal life back. But you won't be in it. You'll be too busy knitting jumpers with Nadine. And I have to accept that. We had a good run though, right? Yeah, yeah, a good run. Recorded at 1.18 a.m. October 31st, 2016. Mark? I... I don't... I don't... There's um... I dreamt of... I dreamt I was in a tunnel. Like... A dungeon or something. Stone walls, wooden torches on the walls. It was... It was like that first dream with the sword. I was walking, I could hear like a humming, like a singing almost, coming from the end of the corridor, so I follow that. I, I, um, I got to a door, it was a big massive handle and it, it took me a while to open it, but I did. I entered into this big massive room, like way, way too big to be underground, but it was, or it, it felt like it was. The walls stretched out into pitch black. I don't even know how big the room was, but there, there was this podium, like an altar or something, with big candle stand things at either side of it. 
It was the only lit thing I could see and... and there was something moving around in the dark. I walked over to the podium. Every step I took was like a hammer hitting steel. The sound filled up the whole space and echoed for what felt like forever. And the whole walk, which took way longer than it felt it should, I, I could tell something was watching me, getting closer. It was, it was like the darkness filling up. The cavern was alive. Like it was wet and rippling. I um, I reached the stairs that led up to the altar and the second my foot touched the first step it felt like the whole room shuddered and retched and I, I ran taking the steps two at a time panicking and, and I got to the top. On, on the altar there was a box. It was small and wooden. It was like a jewellery box with a hole for a key in the centre but it didn't have anything that looked like an opening or a hinge. I reached for it and it was like the air around it was thicker and the closer my hand got to it was like I was pushing through water then jelly then cement and and as I pushed my hand towards the cube I could feel the darkness rippling more and more drawing itself in becoming thicker just as the air was My, my fingers touched the edge of the cube and it was as if all the air got sucked out of the room and I was free to move at normal speed again but I couldn't breathe I grabbed the box and turned and I saw her at the bottom of the stairs was the woman she was made of that same rippling dark writhing like insects to make a human shape She was twice the height of any normal person, her features all disproportionate and exaggerated, scribbles like like a child's drawing. I wanted to wake up. And I did. And I brought the box back with me. Lucid is written by Liam Cuthbert and based on work by Liam Cuthbert and Emmett O'Brien. Episode 5, The Lover, featured the voice talents of Marie O'Donovan as Lucy, David O'Leary as Mark, Shane Corcoran as Adam, Luke Jason Farrell as Brian, and me, Kira O'Brien, as the voice of the credits. Our theme music is composed by Myrne Joyce Hearn. Sound design and editing by Luke Jason Farrell. Production coordination by Alex Herlihy. Special thanks for this podcast goes to Emmett O'Brien, Alison McCarthy, Johnny Hanrahan, as well as all those who helped make this project a reality. Lucid is recorded in CIT Cork School of Music in Cork City, Ireland. Like the show? Review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us online at www.lucidpodcast.com or follow us on social media. Just search Lucid. That's L-U-C-Y-D. We'll be back in one week with 
Episode 6, The Box. And now, a haiku. A voice spoke to me, high-pitched, soft, and menacing. Words of a woman. <laughs>